Welcome to another Petishku, a bite-sized chat about current topics. Today, I have a quick Zoom conversation with David from the Leisure Launch Group. Hi, David. Hey, Dil. How are you doing? Great. So normally we would talk about food, but we, we, we've done that a lot lately. So uh, we've got opened up here on this beautiful blog about Portugal or Spain. Let's, let me just settle a few things and I'll do it. I don't mind getting into trouble for what I'm about to say. I'm biased. Fadu is better than flamenco. Presunto is better than jamon. Portuguese wine is much better than Spanish wine. And petiscos are better than tapas. I will take the hit. I don't mind. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get... I need to be careful because, you know, I often go to Spain. So uh, just in case they catch me there at the border, but exactly. so I'll better take the than, hit for it. Yeah, petisc better than, than tapas. Yeah, by a long shot, by a long mile. So that one I'm prepared to take a risk with. Exactly, uh, exactly. But you know, we, so, this, this banter that goes on with the Spanishes, you know, they are cousins. You know, they call us the hermanos. Uh, um, when they beat us, they don't really refer to us as the, as the hermanos. But uh, when we beat them, then, yeah, hermanos. But there you go. Well, then there's a really obvious one. Who are the European champions of football? That's, let's just, let's just move case. on. Exactly. Okay. Let's so see. We've got this, but this 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 blog article that we've got here, and this petisco is going to be about the difference between differences between buying property in Portugal and buying pro- property in Spain. Uh, we both have a lot of experience of of people coming out and asking us these kind of questions. Um, so let's jump into this blog here. The first part here that we've got borders and national identity. This is becoming a bigger and bigger factor when you consider the two countries, isn't it, these days? Yes. Um, people often forget that uh, that Spain is a fairly young country um, as, a, as a single unit, uh, whereas Portugal has been around for, what did we hear the other day on your podcast, and that, that really interesting podcast that you had the other day uh, about the monarchy. I mean, Portugal's been around for 900 years so you'll find culturally we're more consolidated um, mm. um, as a culture. Also, again, uh, those that have visited Spain, there are regions in Spain which could uh, um, just as well be different countries with different dialects, different um, um, cultures in, in many sense. Um, but yeah, so I would say that our identities are much stronger, a much stronger one. Um, we don't have levels of Portuguese. We're all Portuguese and and loyal to that to that one country. Yeah. So I mean, obvi- an, an obvious example with what happened recently with with the Catalan province. This wouldn't happen in Portugal. No, not at all. Being the fact that it is such a consolidated country, our borders haven't changed in nine hundred years. I mean, there was a marginal change which I learned the other day. Um, a marginal change on one of the one of the villages along the Portuguese um, border with Spain, um, uh, which has Portuguese families, goes back a couple of generations, but uh, was uh, originally part of uh, part of Portugal. Um, <laughs> these borders nowadays become less important, obviously, because we're mm-hmm. all part of Europe now. So it's 
quite easy today along the Portuguese uh, Spanish border. You will find Spaniards that live in Portugal but work in Spain, and um, and you'll find exactly Portuguese that uh, go across and work in Spain um, um, as well. So the border is a lot more blurred um, yep. than than it ever was before. Yeah, they're having a big party today on the on the on the Spanish Portuguese border. Today's the 1st of July and the, the border is now officially open between Portugal and Spain. There's a big mm. ceremony happening. It's exciting. Ah, hermanos, we're back again. Nuestros hermanos, we're back. A big, oh no, we can't hug. I'll probably be doing the, the elbow thing. Yeah. Uh, but you can, you can be sure they'll be sending abrazos. You know, the Portuguese will at least send their, their, our cousins uh, an abrazo. Yeah. One of the, the other things that we get asked a lot, um, certainly in our, in our line of work, um, is the cost of living. Uh, more and more over the last few years, we have people that are looking to come and live in Portugal. And this comes up, um, the differences between the cost of living here versus in Spain. Yes. I mean, we, we talk, we joke a lot about the cultural differences between the countries. Our languages are so similar, except the Portuguese will say we have a classic language and they don't. But um, the real difference for visitors that come to the Iberian Peninsula, which is the, the area that we both countries cover, um, the differences are for our foreign visitors um, are huge uh, in, besides the culture. I mean, the cost of living um, in Portugal is lower. Um, mm. it, it, it's a lot lower than what it, than what it is in, in Spain. Um, which has a lot to do with the fact that our um, minimum um, wage levels are, are are much are much lower. Yes, but uh, so people do feel they do immediately notice the difference. Yeah, um, I mean, it's actually quite interesting to see the the actual statistic, which is which was mm-hmm. done from by our marketing team. Um, it's eight point five percent or 8.57% here, uh, cost of living difference. That's huge. That's huge on a huge. And and you probably find that the statistic is generally, which normally it is, is taken from um, probably from the cities or from the metropolitan areas. Um, When you go into the countryside, the the gap probably even gets a lot bigger. Um, uh, Certainly that's that's why we attract so many Spaniards to the Silver Coast is because our cost of living here is uh, a lot lower. Yeah. I mean, this is a big factor at the moment. You know, we, we, I don't want to over to, to, for, to talk too much about Corona, but this is something that's now going to influence the way we live our lives going forward. Um, looking at how much is it going to cost me and my family to live, to eat, to enjoy our lives. This is becoming a massive factor in the world. Yes, um, this is the advice that uh, a lot of economists are coming forward with, investors are coming forward with um, post-corona, that people are saying, well, what is, what is the world going to look like after this? One of the real mm-hmm. things that we are going to have to do is lower our cost of living, um, and which starts to make places like Portugal, um, and to be fair on Spain, uh, far, far more attractive than our Northern European neighbors. Um, big time. Uh, big time. You, you know, if you're, if you're 
from the UK or Spain or, excuse me, uh, Germany, um, uh, the Benelux countries, Belgium, Holland, all the Scandinavian countries. If you have a pension from one of these countries and you decide to come and live in Portugal, man, you can have the life of a king. You can literally live the life of a king because our cost of living is so low comparatively to those countries. Yeah. Um, and Portugal is between the two countries, uh, certainly for cost of living is, is favored um, by most, in, most uh, visitors, yeah. Well, I think the only thing that they trump us here is, is uh, it's, it's cheaper to get uh, diesel in Spain. So if you're in one of those, if you're in one of those, uh, those European border, the Spanish border towns, you always see the Portuguese going into Spain to get diesel, but the Spanish are coming into Portugal to eat lunch. Uh, it's fantastic. Down, down in the Algarve, we have Ayamont, which is right on exactly. the border. You will find, you'll find that the shopping centers in Ayamont don't really function. They're not really successful there because the Spanish will come over across to Portugal to come and do their shopping because it works out cheaper for them and the facilities are better. Um, but the petrol station, the queue at the petrol station, <laughs> <laughs> predominantly Portuguese cars. Thank You're you. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on to, to buying uh, your, so your, actually your, your property costs. Um, there's, there's quite a substantial difference in property costs as well between the two countries. Yes. I mean, when we look, when we look at the statistics that, that they have over here, these would be most likely to be metropolitan uh, um, costs. Um, yeah, we're talking, um, when you're talking about 2,700 uh, euros per square meter, um, 2,900, you're really doing a comparative between a Madrid and, um, and a Lisbon or Barcelona or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Outside the city centre, um, at at a thousand five hundred euros a square meter, you literally for Lisbon, um, you're probably talking about a half an hour, forty five minutes outside of Lisbon. So we're still part of the greater Lisbon area. Um, Silver Coast would fit uh, very comfortably in 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 this sort of uh, rate per square meter, uh, whereas comparatively in Spain, you pay you pay quite a lot more. Um, uh, comparatively, yeah. I mean, this is a no-brainer. You, you know, we could just say to people, go and look. You know, do your homework. Have a look online at the different price points. What you're getting for, for your money. Um, in terms of the quality of construction as well, the the quality well, here is superb. Yeah, Dylan. Here, yeah, there's no comparison. I mean, there's this. It's it's no accident that around the world, um, Portuguese master builders. Um, it have a, a charge a premium for their work because the quality of their work is just completely at, at a much, much, much higher level. Um, uh, you will find that a lot of Portuguese companies will actually do construction in Spain because of their quality um, is, is a lot better. And I always invite people to do, I say to, client, to, to investors, listen, visit Spain, visit Portugal, take a spirit level along with you and test the Portuguese construction um, is far superior. There's, there's no comparative here. And I'm sure our hermanos would, uh, would, would, would agree with that. Um, they won't agree with the tapas story, but most certainly quality of construction at Portugal's well known. Uh, strangely enough, it's one of our, one of our exports 
our one of our greatest exports is construction. Um, many, many Portuguese companies do the bulk of their construction um, outside of our borders because the quality is so good, yeah. Growing rental yields, um, this is something that we've seen happen now at our, yes. our, during our time in Portugal. You know, I always remember when, when you spoke about a European city break destination, it was Barcelona. You know, that was yes. the place that people would... But Lisbon and Porto are now huge. They win tons of travel awards. They win all these different um, tourism awards. These places are now achieving rental yields as good, if not better, than than their traditional Spanish cities? Yes, I would say this is a result of a combination of two things. Um, one was the Portuguese uh, coming out of the crisis, uh, coming out of the global crisis between 2008 to 2012. The Portuguese really focused or used the fact that they were appearing on the news all around the world, um, used that as an opportunity um, a difficult time, but used it as an opportunity to market themselves out there. So there's been huge interest, especially since the way that the Portuguese have handled uh, uh, the crisis and followed by the way they've handled the most, most recent one. Um, that has brought a lot of good press to Portugal. And Lisbon, amazingly, the, the uh, Lisbon and Porto as well, the councils in Lisbon and Porto have been very intelligent in the way that they've marketed um, their cities. Um, they've created campaigns um, to or, or programs to restore old buildings. Um, so today, old buildings, restoration of old buildings has become very, very fashionable. Great hotel groups have moved into, into our city centre. And there's no comparison. I mean, but Lisbon has just a history that is in, incomparable um, with, uh, with any other city in Spain. Result being, um, smaller city, um, we have a city airport, so our buildings are not allowed to be built very high, uh, which means that our density is a lot, a lot lower for the cities, mm -hmm. uh, resulting in lower supply, less supply, and much, much comparatively higher demand. So Portugal is... Uh, Overtaken, uh, overtaken Spain by a long shot. Um, outside of the cities, the same. The quality of the locations is better. The Portuguese have done a great job of marketing the real Portugal as opposed to going down the resort route that uh, that Spain uh, did yeah. a lot of. Yeah. Well, there's a proximity thing there as well. Portugal's not a big country. It's a much, much smaller country than yes. Spain. To get from an airport to an hour, you still, this is not, for, you know, you've got beautiful areas like the Silver Coast uh, that are not far from the cities, that are not far from the airports, um, that are really, really easily to, to access and to get to. Yes, uh, people don't realize that Portugal is actually quite a small country. By car, it takes you three hours across the country um, and six hours through to, for the length of the country. So it's not a huge country. So if you're in Lisbon, which is pretty close to the center, um, you're not less, you're not more than a couple of hours from any destination in, in the country. Um, mm. So, yeah, so just a lot more, a lot more comfortable to, 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 okay. to get around and to live, yeah. Okay, and then, and then something that, that is always such a, a pleasure for me to tell people about and, and that I get asked and that my clients discuss with me a lot is the knowledge of the foreign languages. We spoke about this in episode one uh. of the podcast. 
it's come up so many times you can communicate here and that's huge it's credit to the portuguese people their love for languages is amazing it's a cultural thing um it's more important to to know languages than what it is to own a fancy car or it, this is what they love they love languages um and that makes them and i think it's also got to do with the fact that they're such great hosts i mean besides the fact that the portuguese are all over the world which often i talk about um they by their nature they're great hosts and as a great host um the first thing you need to do is try and communicate with your guests and knowing the language makes uh, communication in portugal so much easier people that have visited portugal realize you could live here there are english families there are um dutch belgian families german families that li have lived in portugal for 20 25 years and still don't know how to speak the portuguese language because the portuguese are just so open to speaking your language uh, predominantly they will speak english um, which is obviously the international language um, but a good majority of them will speak french uh, a lot of them will speak german because they um, with the exposure to germany um, dutch more and more um, your guest the other day um, actually has a bar is uh, qualified uh, for the um, dutch yeah. bar association i mean these this is this is not even a, a you would in most countries you would think that this is something that's out of the ordinary but it more and more it's just become common that the portuguese are, are out there um so yeah languages yeah your biggest challenge people always ask me how difficult is it to learn the portuguese language i think your biggest challenge is how difficult is it for me to speak the portuguese language because the portuguese are so polite they will switch straight to english um, when, when they yeah. talk to you yeah. Another thing that we've had, a, you and I have had a lot of experience in is the, the, the investment programs. Um, both Spain and Portugal have got some, um, and Portugal have got some, some really good ones uh, that are still in play at the moment. The tax programs have been huge, hugely successful. Um, the Portuguese um, being, the, we talk about this in, in our various podcasts, being the peaceful country that they are, the, um, the Portuguese have had, always had very good relationships with most countries and they have these double taxation treaties and they've used this to their benefit. So there are huge, huge tax savings uh, for investors, especially people who are looking to retire um, in Portugal. There are huge tax savings for them. And if you're looking to, if you have the ability to, to set up a business in another country or you're not... Um, Possibly, if you're if the internet is is your is your marketplace, uh, Portugal's got to be one of the top countries for you to consider to to do both have a very good um, tax rate, um, more a very efficient tax rate, um, combined with the amazing lifestyle that the Portuguese have to offer. Yeah. Okay, people can 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 uh, listen to episode three of our our podcast that's got information about some of these tax um, programs, yes. which, which will be very helpful. Of course, um, yes. Sophia, Sophia is a lovely guest. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. You will love Sophia. Okay. Look up Sophia. She's great. She's wonderful. She's really good. Exactly. At it. 
Wonderful. I also just want to do some housekeeping. David, you're going to be joining us for the next few Pratishkus. Uh, We're going to be discussing a number of things. Portugal Realty is turning 25. We're launching a brand new website. So we're going to be talking about that. We want to also talk about something really, really interesting for, for people that are looking to invest here called the Simple Life Home Pack. That's coming up in one of our other Pratishkus, as well as a couple of other advantages uh, that people can 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 use to their advantage when purchasing here, uh, and we're going to be addressing those over the next few weeks. So people need to get used to our faces. We're yeah. probably going to lose some Spanish friends after this, but you know that's one of those things. Yeah, you know if uh, you know you you know they understand. I mean the Spanish do understand. Let's be fair. Portugal's a much nicer country, so. You know, they'll understand. It's you know, it's like that that cousin of yours, you know, they just they just somehow she's just prettier. She's just prettier than the rest, you know. You're just like, oh God, you know, we're taller, we wider, we but she's just way prettier. And that's what the Portuguese that's what Portugal is. It's just a way prettier country. David, thank you. I'll see you next week for another Patishku. And I'm gonna let you call it. It's a Portuguese rap. Please subscribe, share with your friends, give us a thumbs up, and please leave a comment or a review. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to The Simple Life.